Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Scott Bischoff from Detroit Lions Podcast. Um, we're going to talk about some Lions thoughts, um, things that have happened over the weekend. Uh, it is Sunday morning, so there's a, there's still a day to... Uh, to unfold, but uh, hang in. Uh, right after the break, we're going to get to some Lions thoughts. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for the show where Kool Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Okay, so one of the first things that happened. Uh, was the Jalen Carter news broke um, Friday. I think it was Friday. Could be Thursday. I have no idea at this point. Um, Obviously, uh, the Jalen Carter stuff is problematic. But um, understanding that what unfolded that night was tragic, uh, he was charged with two misdemeanors. And I think there's enough time between now and the draft that um, as long as there's no, I, I just think with with Carter, it's a, it's this, it's it's to be determined. Uh, we don't have a great idea as to as to where the legal stuff is going to play out. Um, so let, let's just call it to be determined. But but this is where I am with it. Um, unless there's more information that comes out or a video that's really bad for him, I think this kind of stuff. Uh, specific to the Lions, I think the Lions are going to look at Carter and they're going to evaluate Carter with, with obviously, you know, you, you take what happened down there in mind, you know, you know about it and, and it's, it's relevant, but they're going to ask themselves, is this a, is this a young man who's going to come in and buy into our program and work hard um, as a, as a football player in every, in every facet and every phase um, you know, keeping himself healthy, uh, doing the right stuff in the weight room and off the field, you know, as a football player, is he going to put in the work? And if he, if the answer is yes there, I think that, I think that the Lions will be, I don't think they'll be swayed to move, move off of him. It's just an opinion. I don't know that they'll, they'll move off of him um, based on what happened with this incident in Georgia. Um. If they if they determine that they don't think that he's a super hard worker, they weren't going to take him anyway. So that's just kind of my thoughts on on him. And I, you know, uh, I would still think that he is a very 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 uh, coveted player just because of the talent. Um, again, to be determined on how this whole thing shakes out. So. That's kind of the Jalen Carter stuff. I, I think we just need to let it sort of – we need to understand more um, as the process unfolds. But if this is what if, – if we – if we if the, the end of it is is just he's got to deal with this legal situation 
as it stands, I'm not sure that that that's something that would prevent the Lions from taking him at six. Quarterback stuff. Um, I know that some of you would like to reach through the whatever you're watching this thing on and strangle me to death right now. Um, that turned that got dark in a hurry. I apologize. It's Sunday. But I think it's probably true. Um, there is a group of quarterbacks at the top of this draft who I think are worthy of the Lions selection. Um, I think that the Lions are in a position to bring on any quarterback, um, but they're more they're more capable of bringing on a player who needs a little bit of time to sit and wait uh, for a year. Um, so I think that there is a clear top, what I would consider three. Um, and I think that's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson, Antonio in my head. If you need to know why it's Antonio in my head, you just have to watch the combine and see all the stuff. And that's why I think of him as Antonio in my head. You know, his stage name. I don't know what it is. It's just the weirdest thing. Um, those three to me are like, those are the three that you would absolutely consider at six um, as a means to move away from Jared Goff uh, sooner rather than later. Um, I'm not sure where I am at on the Will Levis stuff yet. I just don't know that I, I would place him in the top three with those other guys. Uh, and then there's a there's one player who stands alone who I think would be is a is going to be a late first to mid second type of player, and that's Hendon Hooker. Um, he's 24 years old, I believe. He tore his ACL, so he will not be ready really to do much until training camp. But you know, you, the Lions are in a, again; they're in a situation where they can give him that that red shirt year. Um, He's intriguing. I mean, he's intriguing. I will say that the Tennessee offense, um, I'm not sure that it did a ton of stuff to develop him as a player. So there's not a ton you can take from uh, looking at the film there. But very talented player, big, can run, is mobile, all that stuff. And then there's a larger group that I would say, you know, rounds four and on. And um, – Clearly, the, the the I was going to say the Red Wings. Clearly, the trade deadline was a couple of days ago, so that's on my mind too. Um, the Lions are in the market for at least one quarterback. Um, so that's the quarterback thoughts. I, I, um, we have, uh, you know, we talked in the part one of the video about Brian Branch, the the nickel corner safety kind of do it all versatile uh, Swiss Army knife dude from Alabama. He tested like I thought he would test. Um, I don't have real concerns about how he tested, but I don't think he tested elite. So it makes me think that, you know, is there a chance he could get to 18? Maybe. Um, he'd be a really nice piece uh, close to the line of scrimmage for that defense. Uh, very interesting player. Obviously, we have the cornerbacks. We have Joey Porter Jr., who I would think would be um, – Maybe corner one for them. Witherspoon still needs to get healthy, and, and uh, you know, I don't know that he's going to. Um, Christian Gonzalez is a bit of an enigma. I don't know that he's going to appeal too much to what to what the Lions' uh, desires are for the position. 
And uh, and then you have a large group, and you have you have some players who wow, like DJ Turner ran like four two six. It's crazy. Um, I think if you pass on the position altogether in round one, he's a player that you might look at to play out of the slot as a, as a slot corner. Um, it's easy to see his makeup speed on film. Um, you know, there's a, there's a large group. There's there's some players I think that you you just can't really. Like Emmanuel Forbes at 166. Um, there's just there's a large group of corners. I think that you know if you're not taking one at six or eighteen, I hope you're not taking one at six. But if you're if you're if you're taking one at six, my guess is that's Joey Porter Jr. Um, we'll see. I know that people might disagree with that, but um, I think you could double up at that position. I, you know, Brad Holmes has done that in the past. And you might do that in the later part of the draft and get some value. Um, I'm not sure uh, where they are with the defensive tackle stuff. I think, you know, at this point I'm still operating that Jalen Carter is the dream at six. But if something happens and and, you, and we get more news about, about him and it's bad, then, you know, um, that's problematic from multiple ways because it's going to bump up players who, uh, that you would hope would be there at 18, like Brian Brisset or Kalaja Kansi, um, guys like that, where, where you would hope that if you're, if you're not going Carter at six because of whatever reasons there are, that, you know, then you're, then you're looking at one of those guys at 18. And, you know, they're, they're viable guys. Um, they're just different. So, um, so you have corners. I think the running back market will be very interesting. I, I don't think the Lions necessarily need one, but we'll see what they test like. Some of them test like today. I think there's one uh, who should be standing out over all of the the rest. Um, if you want to go early, uh, and that's Bijan uh, Robinson. I think Zach Charbonnet is a player to be to be paying attention to. Um, you know, the wide receiver stuff is interesting. I think you can find players late who can give you some help. It's just that there isn't like an elite rare. I mean, maybe Quentin Johnston is, but you know, he's going to be gone before you're really going to be considering, uh, you know, taking one. Um, I do think that, you know, tight end is something that they do need to be thinking about. Uh, I would love for them to take Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington is going to be a first round pick. So we need to just get over it. Um, I don't think they'll take Darnell Washington. I don't think they will. I'll be doing a happy dance if they do, because I think he does a lot of things for an offense outside of catching passes. Um, trying to think about it. So we get cornerbacks, safeties a little. Uh, there were there were some linebackers who tested pretty well. There, there. Uh, you know, I just think that that's a position that you wait on. Um, the edge position, I could see. I can see the Lions being interested in Tyree Wilson. He's big. He can condense inside. I think he can do a lot of things as your closed defensive end opposite Aiden Hutchinson. Um, and it, in a, you know, in a, in a, when you look at like a NASCAR package, when when it's a passing down and you go, you go Hutchinson and Josh Pascal and and Tyree Wilson and Aleem McNeil, I just think that that's nasty. Um, so, you know, Tyree Wilson is a player. I think that we need to be thinking about at six. I know it's another edge, but man, you know, you'd have, you just have a ferocious defensive line in that scenario. 
um, with the ability to do a bunch of different things with players lined up all over the place. Um, so that's kind of just a uh, lion specific thoughts. Um, stay with us at Detroit Lions podcast. We're going to, we're going to be talking about combine. We're going to be talking about free agency and breaking a bunch of this stuff down. So that's just, those are thoughts, uh, Sunday morning thoughts. Um, you guys have a great couple days. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. 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 Let's